So you're a healer, but you're still sick. And you can't figure out why. Well, you may just be holding on to the belief that you need to be sick, that it is part of your identity. And it's time today to release it, to reprogram it through the Healer's Perspective podcast. Looking to take your healing to the next level? Whether you're ready to step into the healer role or interested in adding another modality to your healing toolbox, the Theta Healing Certification is the path for you. Three days of subconscious reprogramming, trauma release, chakra balancing, and intuitive work. You'll leave the training with more confidence in your healing abilities, heal generational, childhood, and past life wounds, and the tools and tricks to provide greater results and transformation for you and your clients. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes, and I cannot wait to see you at the next training. Welcome to the Healer's Perspective Podcast, where we have one goal in mind, to heal the healer. I'm your host, Emily, and each week I'll share with you the tips and practices to take you from insecure and undercharging to confidently charging your worth while providing the support needed to share your intuitive gifts with the world. Here, we focus on subconscious reprogramming, spirituality, and support to help you step into that light worker role that you were always meant to be in. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Healer's Perspective podcast. So this is episode three, I believe, of the new season, the new podcast, and with the healer in mind. So I really wanted to share with you right off the bat, my own experience of healing. And that was whenever I could heal somebody else, it was easy. I could do it. I felt so confident to do it. But for some reason, I couldn't heal myself. I was sick. I went into healing in order to heal myself because I had experienced celiac disease, IBS, chronic constipation. I know it may be TMI, but here we go. And so I really wanted to heal myself. I said, I'm not going to sell for this. I know that there's other ways, even if every single doctor out there and specialist said, sorry, Emily, you're just going to have to deal with it. I wouldn't take no for an answer. So I reached out to energy medicine, energy healing. I started using crystals and meditation and Reiki and reflexology and then theta healing, which is where I am now as a theta healing practitioner and instructor. But even as I started to heal myself, I'd notice flare-ups, flare-ups in my IBS, my constipation, even in my inflammation, because I also had chronic inflammation and PCOS, if I didn't mention that before. Yes, the list went on. So I couldn't understand and I asked creator a ton of times, well, why am I not healing myself? I'm able to heal others and they walk away free from celiac disease. I've been able to change celiac disease in other people. I've been able to change PCOS in other clients. But for some reason for me, it just, it just didn't stick. Finally, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go back to my Theta Healing book, my trusty little notebook or reference book however you want to call it. And I found that healers, yeah, you and I, we actually hold on to our sickness in order to be a healer. Let me just repeat that. We hold on to our sickness in order to be a healer. So I really want to break this down. I want to stop this. I want to help you reprogram this because it was only once I released this belief that I needed to be sick to be a healer 
was I actually able to be a better healer? Because now I had more energy. Now I didn't have to cancel sessions because I had my own flare-ups or I had my own (laughs) chronic constipation episodes, in which case I couldn't hold sessions or I couldn't go out to trainings or whatever it may be. I was able to be a better healer upon healing myself. And that's the whole goal, right? We want to be able to heal together. It's not just we have to stay sick and everyone else can heal. No, we have the right, the privilege, and we deserve to heal just as much as we do with our clients, just as much as we help our clients do the same. So why is it that we feel we need to be sick to be a healer? Well, Chances are, as I mentioned before, you came into this role, you fulfilled your purpose of being a healer, a light worker, an intuitive, because there was some sort of dis-ease within you. That's usually what awakens it within everybody, is that there's something wrong with us. The Western medicine doesn't answer the question. We have this weird inkling inside of us that say there must be more out there. There has to be something else possible for me. And so we begin a journey. For me, I went down the theta healing path. For you, you may have already found your healing modality. And if not, try out a theta healing session. Come to the theta healing trainings because I promise you that once you start to venture down that path to say something else is possible for me, I can change what I currently have in my life. There's so much empowerment in that. However, if you went into it, with some sort of dis-ease, chances are there has now been a neurological connection, whether you're aware of it or not, that has connected your identity as a healer with sickness. And you may disagree with me. I'd highly suggest you muscle test yourself for this if you feel that, you know what, that actually could be the case for me. Even if you doubt it, muscle test yourself. That will tell you the greatest answers within you that you are unaware of that I need to be sick to be a healer. If you got a yes for muscle testing for this, that's okay. There are ways for you to reprogram it. But the awareness part is the first part to change, right? That is the key to change. You need to be aware that you are actually holding on to your sickness because that is how you are able to show up as a healer. But that's not the only way. So I want you to ask yourself some questions. Who will you be without your sickness? Pretty simple, right? Who will you be without your sickness? Can you still relate to your clients if you are well? If you are healthy and perfect health and you feel great, can you still relate to your clients? And how much is it serving you to stay sick? So for me, it was really that identity piece. I was so tied to my celiac disease, my PCOS, my chronic inflammation and chronic constipation that I didn't know who I would be without that. I had gone into the healing role with this and I had attracted clients with similar issues because I had experienced it. So I had this fear deep within my subconscious that I only figured out through Theta Healing Sessions was that I was afraid I would lose clients, 
I would no longer be a good healer. People would no longer want to work with me. I would fail if I was healthy. So I'd have these periods of time where I felt great. I was healthy. I was working out. I looked fit. And then bam, I'd be hit with an episode and my tummy would bloat out. I looked like six months pregnant and I'd have to be in bed sometimes for the full day. It almost like my subconscious brought me back to, no, Emily, this is who you are. We want you to be a healer because we know you are fulfilling your purpose. We know this is what you're supposed to do. You can't venture off to health because I have no idea what's going to happen when you're healthy. So if you are struggling to heal yourself, really ask yourself, who am I? Who am I without the illness? If you can't answer that question, that's what you want to focus on. You want to focus your energy and attention, awareness and healing towards creating that new identity and allowing yourself to feel safe without the dis-ease. Feeling safe to take on clients, feeling safe to be a healer, feeling safe to be a leader now. One of the things that is really, really common, and this is actually in episode one, so if you haven't listened to episode one, or I believe when it's labeled as episode 67, but episode one of season three, it's kind of confusing because I'm changing the podcast name, anywho, if you haven't listened to that, go back because it talks about one of the biggest beliefs with healers, and that is we need to heal alone. And this ties into this belief that we can't heal ourselves. Because if we are apart from the collective of sick, then we can even feel even more alone. And even as healers, we may feel like, yeah, I can do it alone. I can heal by myself. Subconsciously, we don't want to feel that rejection piece. We want to be a part of something. And when we're not a part of something, our subconscious mind will do whatever it can to bring us back to our most likely familiar scenario, for us, it's back to our sickness. When we could relate to people, when they could relate to us, when we had something in common to talk about, we had a cause that we were working towards together, which was to heal ourselves. And this is why I've created the Healers Hub, in addition to the Theta Tribe for Theta Healers. Because when we can have that community, But now instead of the community of sick, we have the community of those who are working towards wellness, who are empowering each other to be in a space of abundant success, health, love, prosperity. Well, now we can change our identity to that. We don't have to stick with the sick. That is part of who we are and only who we are. We are so much more than that. Another trap that we can get into that can keep our dis-ease attached to us as healers is this energy of wanting love. And again, it may sound weird because you may feel like you have all the love in the world, but sometimes healers can go into this practice as a way to receive more love. If I'm helping everybody, people are going to like me. If I'm able to heal dis-ease, cure cancer, help people with their marriage, whatever it may be, whatever you specialize in, well, then people will like you. They'll be forming an attachment to you. Yes, Emily is the one who healed me. You go to this person, you go to her, you go to her, you go to her, telling all of their friends and family. 
Now, again, you are part of something, but you're also liked. So if you find that you feel you need, need this validation from your clients, friends, and family, really check in with yourself and ask, did I go into this profession because I needed love? Because I'm looking for love. Because then you'll always create different scenarios where you will be able to receive love. And think about it. When you were a child, hopefully you received this from your parents. I know I did. They, what's the word I can use? Um, they flooded me with love and affection and comfort and care when I was sick when I was younger. I used to milk being sick and end up staying home from school for a week because my mom would give me so much love and it felt so good to be taken care of. And as healers, we are the ones to take care of everybody else. So if our subconscious mind is able to pick up a moment where we were able to receive love and comfort and attention, well, it's going to recreate it because we don't know how to create it ourselves. So we go to an example like sickness Because our mind remembers when our mom or our guardian or a friend or sibling would take care of us and we felt loved. But again, does not have to be the way. If you feel you're caught up in that, then really find practices to bring yourself to a place of love. To remind yourself how amazing you are as a person One of the ways that I would do this, especially in those moments when I get caught up and I'm thinking, oh, I need more clients or I need people to tell me I'm doing a good job or why didn't that person leave me a review? Because everybody gets caught up in that at some point or another. I would always go back to mirror work and I'd start to look at myself in the mirror every single morning and list off five to 10 things that I love about myself. I would give myself that love that I was wanting and hoping from clients, friends, and family. That way, I no longer needed to be sick to receive it. I was creating it within myself. And that's so powerful to do. Another thing that I did was I reached out to loved ones. Again, if this is a challenge for you and you were icked out by the thought of reaching out for help, then go back to episode 65. Listen to that episode and then come back and listen to this one. Because it is so important to have that support system to know that, you know, there's going to be times when you feel low. There's going to be times when you feel alone. There's going to be times when a flare up may start to trickle in and you can put a stop to it when you ask for help, when you find that support system. Whether it is you join the healers hub, whether it is you work one-on-one with a friend who's also a healer. Find someone who can relate to you in the path that you are wanting to be on, not the path you used to be on. One of the last things that can keep us sick as healers is this connection with our clients. Like I said before, we want to be a part of something. And we can have this rapport with clients because we've been through it. If you had celiac disease and you came to me, I know all those symptoms. I know all those uncomfortable moments. I get it. I can relate to you. I feel a connection to you. And so your clients will be more open to expressing how they feel. For theta healing, they'll allow me more into their subconscious mind. But that doesn't mean that I can't also have that 
without my own sickness. Because I started even noticing a pattern in myself that I'd start to attract people for the different diseases that I would attract to me. So if one day I was, or a period of time, I had a really sore throat, I started to attract clients to me that also had sore throats. It was almost like I needed a sickness to attract more clients to me because now I could relate to them. So just stop for a moment and muscle test yourself for that one too. Because again, it's outdated, it's not needed. You can have a really strong relationship with your clients if you do this one thing. And that is to take your ego out of the healing session. And I'm going to do a whole episode on this because it is so important. And the ego does have a very powerful way of negatively affecting your healing sessions. But just as a little sneak peek, as a general statement, when you can transcend the ego, the duality, the polarity of this third plane and connect with the highest part of you, the greater mind in Theta Healing Creator, well, now you will be able to relate to anybody who comes to you because it's no longer filtered through your perspective. It's now going to be filtered through the highest and greatest perspective, the perspective of love. So you don't have to ever worry about who comes to you and if you're going to be able to relate to them because as soon as you connect with creator, that greater mind, source energy, all the answers are going to come to you. You're going to be able to understand exactly how they feel, what emotions and symptoms are going through, what they really need at that time. And there are also so many other tips and tricks that you can use to build rapport with your clients. Another one is to use their own words and vocabulary. As soon as you do that, they feel more comfortable. They know you're listening. So you can build rapport with your clients without having to be sick, without having to hold on to your disease. One more little thing. I totally forgot about this and I just looked down at my notes and I remembered. There's one last reason why we most likely are staying sick even as healers. It's not because we're not amazing healers. It's not because our technique doesn't work. It's because we have put up a filter within ourselves, a protective barrier, if you will, to block us from going to that really deep, deep traumatic experiences and emotions that are tied and keeping the sickness attached to you. So in Theta Healing, there's a whole part of this in the book, a whole chapter of this pretty much, about how we have a hard time healing ourselves because, again, the ego kicks in. There's so much that we try to avoid and the subconscious subconscious's mind's job is to protect you from those really deep emotional traumatic experiences it's been doing that your whole life chances are you created the sickness in the first place because you were unable to process a deep emotional stuff i notice that whenever i do a theta healing session on myself yeah i have been able to change a lot i've been able to heal myself a lot But for celiac disease and PCOS and chronic inflammation, I couldn't do it. No matter how much I thought I was digging into my subconscious and finding that bottom belief that was creating all of this, it just still wouldn't go away. 
I go to a friend, another Theta Healing practitioner, and all of a sudden I get five, ten layers deeper than I ever got and think, oh my God, it's so simple. It's right there. How did I not see that this was creating my dis-ease? And it was because my subconscious was filtering it out. And it does this to protect you. So know that it's okay. If you can't do the work on yourself, it's completely fine. But this is why it's so important to find that community, find that support, find another accountability healer, partner healer, whatever you want to call them, that are going to be able to do exchange sessions with you to heal you as you heal them. Because I guarantee you'll be able to get so much deeper into the trauma, into the healing, into the releasing that needs to be done in order for you to step in to that light healer, light worker role. Because that's what you're meant to do. You're not meant to stay sick and be a healer. That's not serving anybody. And if anything, you'll probably end up presenting the work that you do because it's causing you so much dis-ease. There was a period of time when I even thought, okay, I can't do it. I'm giving it up because I was sick all the time. Everyone else around me was healing, but I just couldn't do it no matter how much I tried and it was frustrating as anything. But once I booked a session, once I found those bottom beliefs and I released them, now I can be healthy. And it feels so freaking good to be in that space because now you have clearer channels. Your chakras are clearer and more open. Now you're able to receive more intuitive messages. Now you have more confidence to speak out in front of a community, in front of your clients, wherever you plan on speaking out, even on social media. You'll be able to receive more because now you're no longer blocked by your own trauma, wounds, issues from your past. So with all that being said, if you do not have a support system, go find one. That is your healer's work for this week. Go find a support system. If you are interested, the Healers Hub is not quite open yet, but it will be open in a couple of weeks. So join the waitlist. The Healers Hub is meant to support the healers, the intuitives, the psychics, the mediums, all of those beautiful beings who work with energy to heal others. We focus on not only healing others and how to heal others in different modalities, but most importantly, healing you. Because if you're not healed, you cannot heal others. And I don't mean you have to be perfect. I mean, if you are acting out of your trauma and wounds, you cannot heal others. So come join the Healers Hub. We meet for accountability calls. We receive healing. We give healing. You get discounts on our courses. There's so much in this space and community. But the most important thing is that you're not doing it alone. You don't have to stay in sickness and dis-ease in order to be a healer. And if that doesn't resonate, you find some sort of support. Start doing the work on yourself to release what no longer serves you so you can be the amazing healer that you're meant to be, that your soul's asking you to be. With all that being said, I am sending you so much love today and every day moving forward. And I will see you here next week, same time, same day. Bye.